it's another Friday and I trust that we're all doing well. So I want to believe that we're keeping our hand sanitizers handy, we are maintaining social distance when we have to go out. We're also using our nose mask, making sure we're washing our hands for 20 seconds under running water as frequently as possible. Alright, I trust that to keep us safe all through this COVID period and beyond. With that, I want to welcome you all to the fourth episode of the Emotional Cycle of Intelligence ECI and I remain your host, Timmy Dyer. Let me also quickly point out that you can listen to this episode and other episodes of the ECI here on Anchor, which is our primary host. You can also listen on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Spotify, and of course, Pocket Cast, whichever you're comfortable with. Alright, quickly, um, as a way of recap, you remember last week all we did was to ask ourselves how we're feeling, how we're coping with the hustling and buzzing, and all of that, like, get, get a little closer with our emotions. Today, we're going to be picking it up from where we stopped by looking at the components of emotional intelligence. Today's topic is components of emotional intelligence. However, before I proceed, let me quickly answer a question I got a few days ago with respect to the EQ concept. I remember I said that love is not a form of emotion and the question was if love is not a feeling, if love is not an emotion, then what is love? Subsequently, I hope that with time, we will get to talk about this in detail. But to answer the question as briefly as possible, let me be clear to state that love is not an emotion. Love is not a feeling. Love is a decision. It's an intentional choice we make. And the product of those choices is expressed by emotions, by the feelings and all of that but primarily love is not a feeling it's a decision okay that's it let's move very quickly um today we're going to be talking about the components of emotional intelligence remember we've defined what emotional intelligence is give a background study and all of that so these are things i've mentioned over the last episodes but today we'll look at them a little in detail I'll pick it up from there now there are five components of emotional intelligence five agreed components of emotional intelligence one of which is called self-awareness and I've mentioned about self-awareness over and over again but then I think it's important we look at it in detail now what is self-awareness self-awareness is knowing yourself now I said that earlier and the aim of this of this podcast is not to is not to use all the technical jargons that will take you back to the dictionary or something to explain it in the simplest possible term and in a way that it is related self-awareness is knowing yourself like who are you you know that's a question a lot of us can't answer to be honest but ask you who are you we get all of this um, do you know who i am and i'm like who are you and he hears stuff like i am the son of the senate president i'm saying no oh i am the youngest accountant general of the federation no that's not all you are that is just a portfolio who are you what defines you what's your strength what are your weaknesses okay and when you identify your strengths and weaknesses we usually make this mistake 
of trying to strengthen our weaknesses. Don't do that. It's a mistake. You're just channeling your energy in the wrong direction. Make intentional efforts to improve yourself, but do not, and I repeat, do not overflow your weaknesses. You will outgrow them with time. Just don't dwell on it and be conscious about it. Alright, so self-awareness entails understanding yourself. What makes you happy? What makes you sad? What triggers your emotions? What do you do? And all of that, okay? We spoke about that earlier. Alright, now how do you improve your self-awareness? Now make an habit of documentation. That's number one. Make an habit of documentation. Alright, you could journal. I learned that from my, from, from my boss. Journaling is beautiful. It's therapeutic for some, okay? Some, if you can journal, you, you have a video, you have an audio recorder on your phone. Record how you feel. Just, just record it, okay? Just document it. it. It helps you to leave the body and it helps you to come to terms with your emotions and all of that. So, if you did something you don't like, you, you do a daily appraisal of yourself. What did I do today that I'm not proud of? What did I do today that I was proud of? What did I do that could have done better? And all of that. So, do me a favor, pick your pen or pick your notepad and just type it. Who am I? Who am I? Answer it for yourself. Let's see if that really defines you. Secondly, you have to embrace the power of second thought, everything. Okay? I, I, I believe that most of the mistakes we made or most of the outbursts we experienced today, if only we would think again before we act, then we will be masters of our emotions. Okay, we'll be aware of it. So, okay, somebody just somebody just um, ranted at you or somebody just said something stupid and you're wondering, okay. Alright, the first thing is you want to show that yes, you've got you've got the words. I, I get that a lot because I'm a naturally outspoken person, but then you have a rethink. What if I say this thing and it hurts the person back? Okay. You understand? So have a second thought, reevaluate what you're about to say. Like someone rightly said, whatever you're trying to say, think about it. Is it sensible? Is it going to is is it is it peaceful? Is it is it is it pro is it productive? Is it going to affect um, uh, it's going to leave a good impression on the hearts of people. Do you understand? So, reflect on what you want to do or what you want to say before you do them. Okay, let's move quickly. Second, we have self-regulation. Self-regulation. Now you've known yourself. How do you regulate yourself? Alright? You can say that's called self-control. Yes, you can call it discipline. You can call it a sense of responsibility. Or even take it a, forward, a step further by saying, it is accountability. You have to be accountable to yourself and you have to be accountable to somebody. Right? That is self-regulation. Okay. You used to do this, you know you're not gonna do that again. You used to say these things, now you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna say that again. That is self-regulation. You've identified these are your strengths, these are your weaknesses. You're gonna push your strengths and you're not going to overslog your weaknesses. We're gonna make sure that you don't over you don't dwell on it, you don't you don't relish you don't console yourself that way. Um, I'm a Capricorn. That's my weakness. No, you're just being indisciplined. Okay? So the weaknesses that come with our temperament is not a license for us to misbehave. Do you understand that? Alright, so how do you improve your self-regulating abilities? One is that you have to identify your core values. What are your core values? Sit down, right? What are my core values? If I'm asking you, what are your core values? What would you say? I remember I once attended an interview and the person said, what are your core values? I think I have to think. I know that my number one core value is honesty. Please be honest. I don't expect you to be perfect. I expect you to be real with me. I have the general parlance. I say that. 
can believe there's no reason to lie. There's no reason for anybody to lie. If you lie, beautiful, it's your loss. If I find out that you lie, man, you just you just direct yourself. Okay? So I have core values. My core values, honesty, capacity building. I love that. Feel resp- be responsible. Always build capacity. Don't depend on, don't feel like years of a life. Keep building on yourself. Be responsible. And of course, there is spirituality and all of that. But those are my covers, three of my covers, but what are yours? You have to identify what your cover is. Those are your leeches. Those are the things that hold you, that guide you, that keep you disciplined, that keeps you in check. Okay? That said, then avoid the blame game. Please avoid the blame game. Avoid the blame game. Avoid the blame game. I could keep repeating that over and over again. If you don't pick anything from this episode, please remember. And avoid the blame game. There is nobody responsible for your actions and your actions. You are entirely responsible for it. The fact that you're born in Nigeria or the fact that you're born into a fourth family is not the reason for you not to make it in life. Okay? Don't blame anybody for the things you do. You're responsible for it. Alright, I know it's a hard nut to crack, it's a hard it's a hard bitter bitter nut to swallow, but then it is the truth. Avoid the blame game. Alright, and have an accountability partner. Have somebody you feel accountable to. It's it's a form of discipline. I said earlier in the course of this, uh, in, in the beginning of this cycle, when I welcomed us, that somebody pushed me. I have an accountability partner that makes sure that I pushed myself to do my first episode. Okay, if you're married, your spouse should be your accountability partner. It could be your pastor, it could be your uncle, it could be somebody you respect so much. It could be a fellow friend, but then who can hold you? So you could have a financial accountability partner. You can have a um, a career accountability partner, you can have a relationship accountability partner, but be accountable to somebody. Alright? Be accountable to somebody who can always put you in check if you're going way out of line. Alright, that said, number three is motivation. The third component of emotional intelligence is motivation. Okay? I I am not the aspire to aspire, respire, and all of that kind of person. No, 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 no. And when anybody comes to me and say like they need some motivation. I tell them, the only motivation there is, is you. If you look at your life and the situation, the current situation doesn't motivate you to be better or to do good for yourself, to do better for yourself, then nobody else will motivate you. Nothing will. Do you understand? So, the current situation should be able to motivate you. You should be in constant competition with yourself. I remember when I was in, was it 200 or 300 levels? Somebody called me and was like, um, tell me that I need you to tighten your seat belt and all of that. Somebody else is already climbing the ladder in terms of CGP and all of that. I said, sir, with all due respect, the only person I'm competing with is myself. Weapon wants to be in first class and be first class. I'm not competing with anybody. My only competition is myself. You should adopt that kind of thing. That should be your motivation. You should have a reason to wake up every morning. You should have something that motivates you. Okay, there should be something that makes you leave your bed every morning. I recall I was at an interview a while back and they asked me, what is your motivation? I said, the fact that if I don't succeed, others will fail. A lot of persons whose success is dependent on my success will not have a chance at succeeding. So that is what wakes me up every morning. I know a lot of children who are on the street who deserve a home, who deserve a decent education. I'm not here to change the world, of course, but I'm here to make it less shitty. Taking a thousand kids from the street is enough motivation for me. Okay? Now, how do you get motivated? It's simple. Look at yourself. Look at your life. If you're happy with your life, fine. But if you feel you can do better at it, then that is your only motivation. Number four, empathy. We're moving really fast. Empathy, please just keep with me. Empathy, yes. Please don't confuse empathy for sympathy. I've mentioned it over and over again here. 
okay sympathy can come across as being derogatory all right it can come across derogatory but empathy is the ability to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and relate with them from that angle okay i know it's easy for you for for us to to sit in our eye towers and and judge and say like yes this is this you should have done that you should have done that you know you know you can make the best commentaries and the stance but when you're on the pitch playing it's a different ballgame Alright, so how do you improve your empathy? Learn to put yourself in other people's shoes. Don't be judgmental. Nobody made you judge a jury. Keep saying that. Don't be judgmental. Learn to put yourself in other people's shoes. So that when you say, I understand, let it be that you really understand. You're not just here talking to people about principles. Remember I said that in this circle, I'm not going to be telling about principles and all that. I'm going to tell you practical experiences. Okay? So you don't judge people. Nobody made you that. And I recall I said clearly that one of my superpowers is empathy. You could narrate everything to me and then the first thing I'll ask you is, do you want me to listen or do you want me to respond? Okay, if I'm here to just provide a shoulder and listening here, beautiful. So how do you further improve your empathy? Two, address issues and not personalities. A lot of us make that mistake. A lot of us make that mistake, okay? If you see somebody with a superior um, argument, respect it. That's maturity. Alright? Address issues. Somebody disagrees with you. You don't have to disagree by cursing. No, you don't have to do that. I was reading a tweet a while back and somebody said something and then the guy wanted to respond. Felt like he was already losing ground and he said, I share one. I'm like, why would you do that? Calling a fellow human being a prostitute because he has a superior argument? That is gross. Okay, so address issues. Somebody messed up. Address the issue, not the person. Okay, the fact that you lie doesn't make you a liar. It just shows that you don't value yourself enough to tell the truth. Alright, so let's address the lie you told. And hopefully when you understand why you should not lie, you won't lie. It doesn't make you a liar. You're still human. You're still personal. Alright, so three, listen, 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 listen. Listen is one of the most difficult communication skills, if it's not the most difficult. Learn to listen. Alright, I understand that as guys, for instance, when somebody is narrating an adieu to us, we're running in our heads a thousand ways to help a person out. Sometimes they don't need that. They just need somebody to listen, somebody to hold them. Okay? I was just watching a, a video a couple of a couple of hours ago and someone was saying that um dad is, is and the dad was already providing solutions. I'll do this, I'll do that. I can say no, I don't need that right now, I just need you to hold me. Okay, learn to listen. That's one way to improve your empathy. Okay, learn to listen. Finally, social skills. Yes, team building, relationship management, conflict resolution. All of these things are social skills you have to learn. It's part of the components of an emotionally intelligent person. Learn to relate with people. You see, on CVs today, you see I'm a team player. Okay, I'm a this, I'm a that. I have great interpersonal relationship. I, I, I have great communication skills and all of that. Social skills. It's one of the soft skills anyone should have. Because what is the point in, in having all of the technical skills and all of that? And then you can't pass it across. You can't relate to people. Okay, you can't go and present a contract and then you can't connect with it. I remember I had this, this um, assignment we had to do with some of my colleagues and then we had people who were the technical gurus they knew it they did the digging and then we had the presenters people who could present it 
people who sell the idea. So learn to have the social skills. You will need it. Alright? How do you improve your social skills? Communication. Communication is simple. Communication is a two-way thing. Don't tell me you want to talk to me. No. No, you want to talk with me. Talk with me. Alright? When you're saying something I should be able to understand, then I should be able to respond. There should be a call to action. That's what communication is all about. Right? And feedbacks. 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 Learn to accept feedbacks. That's one way to improve your social skills. Feedbacks is important. Alright? Recap. We've looked at the components of emotional intelligence, going by self-awareness, self-regulation. You learn to motivate yourself by the situations happening around you. Then you learn to build your empathy. It's important. And of course, social skills. With time, hopefully, we'll get to dissect each of these topics comprehensively possible. This is where we're going to stop today. And I I definitely look forward to hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for staying with me. To my audience within and outside Nigeria, I appreciate all of you. Thank you for the feedback so far. I want to hear from you again. We respect this. Any question you have, any comment, any form of an observation, kindly click on that message icon in your anchor and send me a message you might have to register please but I, because so that i can know who sends the message and i promise you when you ask me a question it will be addressed in the next episode thank you guys so much for your time look forward to seeing you next week enjoy the rest of your weekend okay make the best of it bye